Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to Faux Monday, best day of the week. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis. Venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and FOMO sapiens, of course, 24-7. Now, on Thursday, we had Josh Peck, the actor, the entrepreneurial thinker, the all-around just good guy, as our premiere for season seven of FOMO sapiens. As you will recall, the entire season is about entrepreneurship. And Josh showed us why he is the perfect guy to kick off that season because he is a very entrepreneurial thinker in all aspects of his life. And just I just found him really refreshing. And I loved talking about his journey in the world of showbiz through the eyes and the lens of entrepreneurship. Now, one thing we talked about in that episode, which I really appreciated and personally just, you know, as as me sort of resonated with a lot was his weight loss journey. And as I discussed on the episode, I lost a ton of weight in high school and, you know, it was a really, I was a really big part of my life at the time. I don't think about it all the time now, but at the, you know, at the time losing 50 pounds and kind of transforming myself, it began this period for me. I went from, uh, you know, I was a decent student. I was fine. But then all of a sudden I just started to do much better in, in school. I also got a lot more confidence to run for you know, office and stuff. I was, by the way, in my high school, I was a kind of intense. Let's say I used to wear a blazer to school some days. I, yeah, you can see it in my high school yearbook. I should really post a snap of that. And I was uh, the president of the National Honor Society. And if you've ever seen that movie Election with Reese Witherspoon, uh, she plays this character called Tracy Flick, who is just way too intense. I was that person. I didn't hurt anybody or ruin any lives, but. I was like, oof, I was just intense. So not saying it was perfect, but I just, I think part of it was just this adjustment and overcoming self-doubt that I still had on me. Because as we talked about with Josh last week, even though you're different on the outside, the inside is still the same a lot of times and changing the inside and starting to just have more confidence, it's hard. And so sometimes 
sometimes people like me, we can a little, let's say, just over calibrate in the other direction. And, you know, I think that's just very natural. But many of us have these feelings. I think about, for example, when I first went to college and I went to Georgetown, which is a very fancy school. It's a great school, but it's just a lot of money there. And I don't come from a ton of money. And I remember just feeling economically like, wow, I just, you know, really outgunned by other people. And my my roommate, who's a very good guy, but he would order, he would just call. This is back when people ordered from the J. Crew catalog. <laughs> So Georgetown, but he would order things full price. And I just was like, what is going on there? How is this guy ordering things full price? You know, we don't, we just didn't do that in my family. We went to the outlets. And so I just remember feeling a little bit outgunned and a lot of doubt. And maybe, you know, so for some people that might be imposter syndrome is another word that's thrown around a lot, but you know, it can be anything from how you look to, to your financial situation to maybe you look different than people or you have a different background or a religion. There's all kinds of ways that we can feel self-doubt. And so I want to talk about that because I, I think it's, it's something that is talked about more these days, but there's still stigma. And I think also figuring out how to overcome that if you can do that, it's a very powerful thing to do. FOMO. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to NetSuite.com slash FOMO. That's NetSuite.com slash FOMO. NetSuite.com slash FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. So the topic of today's show is how to overcome self-doubt. Well, the first one, you know, I always talk about fear-based decision-making leads to suboptimal outcomes and incomes. And that is exactly the point of the first one, which is get out of fear and get into facts. So, you know, it's and it's harder to do than, than it is to say, but a lot of times when we feel like imposters, it's because we have this mental image of ourselves that doesn't even correspond with reality. 
And so I think about, for example, when somebody like Josh or myself lost a lot of weight in your head, you know, you still feel like the person you did before you still feel like you look that way, but of course it's different. And so I would say getting comfortable with the fact that you have changed and, you know, sort of owning that, whether that means getting new clothes or forcing yourself to go to the beach, but just getting outside of your comfort zone and recognizing, Hey, things aren't the same anymore. That can be really helpful. Again, easier said than done, but there's a lot of different ways to do that. I think about, for example, you know, I, I was, I'm not, I'm not a very tall person, right? I'm five foot seven. I say I'm five foot eight on dating profiles, but whatever. Uh, you know, the reality is it's not, it's not that big a deal, right? If I looked at the stats about what people, their actual heights are in this country, I'd be, I'm not that different, right? And so I think that's the kind of stuff, just get into the facts and the data. It can help you to feel a little less like you're on the outside, right? Number two, share your feelings. Find people who you can talk to because sometimes, just talking to somebody else and they'll say, you know what? I can't believe you feel that way. You know, I feel that way too. I get it. And here's how I deal with it. I think that can be really helpful. And and the other cool thing is that when you talk about it openly, you kind of get some power around this thing. I find that, the, the you know, it's sweeping stuff under the rug, which a lot of people do, of course. And that's like, um, since I grew up in New England, people are professional sweepers in New England. But when you just get it out there, all of a sudden this thing that felt very overwhelming. You suddenly just kind of put it into words and it's out there and there you, you're better able to deal with it. So really important to do that. Number three, celebrate the success. And so I, again, when we're, when we feel insecure or we feel like imposters or like we're not good enough, we are focusing on just the negative. And so I, I just love go, to go back to my high school self and say, Hey, Patrick, Look what you did, right? You lost 50 pounds. That's a big deal. Feel good about it. But I just, I think I was so focused on not feeling like I had done enough or that it wasn't, a, you know, a perfect outcome or I didn't feel good about it that I never really celebrated it in the way I should have done. And now I look back and I'm like, wow, how the heck did I do that? Wow. And I am impressed with it. And I wish I had been a little bit more willing to celebrate it back at the day. I wouldn't have celebrated with ice cream, by the way, because that was way too intense. I was still, <laughs> just kidding. I probably would have had a frozen yogurt. But it is important to recognize, even when you feel like an outsider, if you are in a place that's making you feel that way, it might be because you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and there's something really good in that. Number four, oof, this one's like the one that I just struggle with the most. And I know many of you do too, which is letting go of perfectionism. I was the ultimate perfectionist. I might still be, but I was really bad as a kid. And I think I've told this story before, but this kind of says it all. My teacher in third grade, Ms. Reese, gave me a B so that I wouldn't get straight A's to teach me not to be a perfectionist, which total backlash on that. I think... I, I remember I cried behind the door to the classroom and um, it, it it was probably not an effective tool, Ms. Reese, but that's okay. We still love you. Anyway, you were an awesome teacher. But I do think that this perfectionism, especially when you are already being hard on yourself and you don't feel like you're good enough, it's really tough. And so I, 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 it's, again, this is the kind of stuff that takes a ton of work to get through, but recognizing that part of the reason you have these feelings is because of perfectionism, that's a helpful way to start dealing with the feelings. 
Next, cultivate self-compassion. This is, it sounds so woo-woo, but I'm going to tell you, it actually, it's real stuff because I remember a good friend of mine, she was in therapy and she was always late to everything. And her therapist said to her one day, you know what? You're being unkind to yourself. You wait until the last minute to leave to go to dinner or whatever, and then you're rushing. And you know, you, you put a lot of stress on yourself and it makes your days less enjoyable. Be kind to yourself and make enough time in your day so you're not rushing off and it makes your day stressful and terrible. And sure enough, it worked. And so I always think about that. When I'm being really hard on myself, I try to say, you know, yeah, I messed up or yeah, I don't feel good about this. But, you know, what would I do if this was in somebody else? Would I tell my friend this? If I would tell my friend and because, you know, sometimes being a great friend means giving people hard truths, then great. But if I'm just being hard on myself, that's not good. A little kindness goes a long way, especially with yourself. All right, six, talk about failure. And this is important. I think a lot of times we think that in order to overcome self-doubt, we need to just basically convince everybody how perfect we are. But the reality is that failure is important too, not just because you learn from failure, but I think that when you talk about your failure, then you give a better way to dimension or measure or think about the things you do well. If you're just good at everything all the time, then it's like nothing special about when you do something great. If you failed, then when you do something great, you are able to really celebrate it. And it's sort of like the hero's journey. If you've ever watched like a TED talk, every TED talk is about the hero's journey. You know, it's the person who fails and then they learn something and then they have amazing achievement. And I'm not saying we should hero's journey the heck out of our lives because that, and you know, it's that's a that can become sort of a trope as well that just to use over and over again. But I do think that understanding where you're coming from and where you're going and recognizing that you fail to get somewhere that is a place where you can feel good about, that has value. And finally, this is the this is the hardest one of all, just accept it. And I think that that is, you know, if you can get there before you do the other six, then you don't even have to do the other six. But accepting that you can have these feelings and saying, you know, I just feel this way today. I think that's really important because the thing is, it's not going to be every day of your life, right? It's going to get better. But if you just accept it and recognize what's going on, you're better off to deal with it. All right. So those are my seven tips. Learn the facts, share your feelings, celebrate successes, let go of perfectionism, cultivate self-compassion, share your failures, and accept it. All good tools. And we will be talking about some of these things this week with Josh. We're going to get into mental fitness and the kind of struggles he's had. And it's so great because he does all these things in our conversation. So I will see you on Thursday. And until then, take care of yourselves, FOMO sapiens. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens Info Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 